Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show the nikki glazer podcast here's nikki hello here i am it's the nikki glazer podcast welcome to the show i'm nikki glazer it is monday it is actually friday where we are we are pre-recording this so if something big happens over the weekend and we don't comment on it it's because we don't care about anything except ourselves and uh (laughs) we didn't know about it because um but i feel like something big is coming what yeah, you, like I mean, uh, we are on war? the brink of nuclear war. I hope so. Maybe I'll knock out some like, New York com- competition. Um, I could be a number one comedian if everyone dies on the coast. <laughs> Chris told me last night. <laughs> oh, Anya, Anya, Anya Marina's here as well as uh, Andrew oh, and that. Noah, of course. Uh, Noah's and and, uh, and Anya are visiting us remotely, and Andrew, I wish, was remote. <laughs> <laughs> that, look, first of all, I took a poop. It Andrew, wasn't on purpose. Can I just say, I, Andrew comes up to my apartment nine <laughs> floors up. Okay, you have, you have nine bathrooms. I have th- three, <laughs> but it's regardless. He comes up literally t- seven minutes before we begin the podcast 
And every single time he goes and he poops. It's not every time. It's almost every time there is, I hear multiple flushes, so that's when I know it's a poop. No, it's just I got so much piss. <laughs> yeah. I fill it up. Yeah. <laughs> there is way more piss than you think. I'm glad that bowl is like contains multitudes because I, when I piss in the car and they- multitudes. <laughs> yeah, it's like a poem. Um, <laughs> but it's a- uh, yeah, he uh, he came up today and I go, are you going to poop? He had just gotten here. I'm like, you couldn't, if I know I'm going to some uh, third location, I just try to, but I get where you go to places and suddenly you just have to poop. You didn't know it before then. I did not know it. I had a burrito from Trader Joe's Ugh. and I had a coffee. Performing gives you nerves. Wait, what's wrong with Trader Joe's? And you shit a lot before you do perform. So I think this is a performance of sorts and so it kind of gets that going because you have the same, it's the same energy before a show, I think. It is. It's died down a lot, especially. Yeah. I mean, we I mean, do this so much. Easy. I mean, yeah. But yeah, no. I've been known to shit before shows. Some I knew people that throw up before shows. Oh God. Josh yeah. Allen, he's a quarterback for the Bills. Throws up before, and he's like, "It's not anorexia. It's just getting ready for the game." Well, it's be bulimia, <laughs> bulimia, but yes, yeah, sorry. anorexia. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, let, let me and Nikki tell you all about anorexia. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey that is not anorexia. Okay, that is way different. And one more theory um, about Andrew's um, sphincter poops. is it could be a compliment to you, Nick. Like I feel so relaxed around you that the minute no. I enter, thanks, Anya. <laughs> it's not. I love the spin. Great spin. But I know that Andrew's <laughs> poops are anxiety induced. Yeah. Also mad. So it's I actually, made Luigi ate it. Eat it. <laughs> he's, he's not here to oh eat my. it I, in my heart um yeah i just saw him go creep back in the bathroom like his old bathroom and i go what are you it was almost like when marion like goes back there i'm always like what are you going to do it's always to poop it's like it's, dogs and, and andrew never go back into a back bathroom to do anything well when i lived here you had a rule that i couldn't shit in the middle bathroom that was the rule. Yeah, because it was like, you know, it just wafts out into the kitchen a lot more. That, so, that makes sense. So I go to the yeah, back corner. One, like a, you know, I went to the back corner. I didn't shit in the middle. I know, but it's just it's just funny to me. It's, yeah. I get it, and I'm not... It, I was laughing, but I just was like, are you pooping? Because it is funny. You <laughs> literally were in your apartment four minutes ago, and you could have done it there. You know but what I've been doing? You weren't ready. I have a one bathroom. Mm -hmm. uh, luckily, I'm on the third floor. There's two shitters on there. I shit in the hallway when Brenna's getting ready in the morning. I go, I go and shit in the hallway. So it's a considerate and I don't mind poop. it. It's a considerate. Wait, poop. What, we're supposed to applaud you for that for not wanting to be <laughs> yeah, in the bathroom while she's doing her makeup and shitting. Yeah, that seems like it's well, serving else? you. By going shit in the hallway into a public shitter when you live. Oh, in, in the hallway. Yeah, no, hallway, hallway. Oh, that's a great shitter. Believe me, I've hit that one up before. <laughs> it's, it's not, not bad. bad. It I is like secluded. a public shit. It I, is, don't <laughs> I don't mind. We are abnormal that we can even poop in public. Some people cannot even poop in public. Anya, are you a public pooper? I could see you waiting. I mean, weeks if you're a touring you... musician, you have to. So <laughs> I've been, I've been uh, P and P for decades. Okay. Pooping in public. Do you yeah. enjoy it though? Do you enjoy a public poop? I love uh, it. I don't mind. It. I don't know why. Like, I can fuck this place. Nikki up. Yeah. was just talking about <laughs> Borders books the other day on our girls' chat, or somebody was, and I was like, Borders. Oh yeah, I remember. Like a a good bookstore bathroom poop is always uh, welcome. Yeah. There's something about books and like small things stuck together, like cluttered together, that <laughs> induces pooping for me big it, time. I also yeah. heard a trick that I want to share with everyone that really did work for me. The other day I was on the toilette 
and um, having a little bit of like, oh, I know there's more, you know, yeah. out there for me yeah. in the world. Or in there. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. there, out there. I know there's more <laughs> in me to get out, out there. there. Yeah. And I heard this thing on the Always Sunny podcast. Um, it was just a clip that played, but Glenn Howerton was sharing that when he is having struggles getting out things poops, out, yeah. that he pictures a dog pooping. And just a dog like kind of shaking and looking over its shoulder. And like if he pictures it, it can help aid his own. Hmm. And I did it the other day. And it was funny because on the podcast, they were like, what size dog? And for some reason, he was like, like a medium sized dog. And that really <laughs> helped me because I would be like, what kind of dog? And for some reason, a I don't own a medium sized dog. So it's more like a dog that I don't have. And I just picture it like looking at me and shaking and pooping. And it kind of ha- helped. And also another Turn trick it. that really yeah. does work. If you this is one if like I'm so sorry for the poop chat at the top of the show, but um, we'll move on to um, more poop. Yeah, we'll move on to period blood soon. It's uh, if if you have one that's just on the precipice, this isn't like, I think I have more in me. This is like, you know you do and it's just not, <laughs> you're either exhausted, you sit up straight, like a straight 90 degree angle, and then you move back and forth at your hip joint like a lever, like this. You move back and forth um, going to that, like- That works. You and told that me this years ago. Gently and it really does work. like eases it out and it it's really like does work. It's like a crank of a sort of yes. your own body. It's like you're, or you, you ever steal some selenium, selenium husk from Whole Foods, like Taylor <laughs> oh, yeah. did the other day. Um, yeah, squatty potty. I mean, that's kind of like the. It works. Uh, do you guys have squatty potties? What? what? I do, but no. sometimes I'm even too lazy to do it. Too lazy. Isn't that crazy? It's like wow. it's right there, though. I know, crazy lazy. But like, just put your feet <laughs> this. Huh? I know. Yeah, I just put my feet right Whoa. up on the seat. I, I use a trash too. can. Like oh, that's I've done can. that before. Yeah. If you if out there, people need to get squatty bodies. They're great. Although, um, is there something bad about them? The only bad thing about it is if I'd rather, you know, I was doing the Graham Bensinger show, which you can watch on YouTube now. It covers my whole like vocal cord surgery thing, and you can check it out. Um, he was over here for, um, you know, to interview me, and and we're friends. Like we, it's in the thing, but we like went on a date before. Like I'm, ca- I ca- I know this guy. He was over, and I was getting my hair and makeup done in my bathroom, and he came in to like discuss uh, the interview, just like talk <laughs> to me about it. That's how he kind of talks. And he walked, and he was like, "Oh, squatty party." So do you like that? I'm like, now you know, yeah. like you are picturing me shitting. Like there's yeah. just no way you're not. So like there's just something for some reason. It's the same as like buying toilet paper. Everyone knows what you're gonna do with that, but you might. As a girl with toilet paper, you can go, I'm just using it to wipe my pee. And then as a guy, I'm thinking, I'm just letting my this dog. girl takes some mean shits. Like, it's yeah. because yeah. she needs the squatty potty to support. Like, yeah. That's what, you, that what goes but in my head. mine's made out of like a, a wood. Yeah. So it's not like yeah. that harsh Eco plastic nice. that collects <laughs> dust and like you can kind of see shit stains on it or like piss stains. Yeah. Why don't like they some make people's it squatty brown? potties are so gross. It is a, fir- it's a Why are toilets beautiful white? bamboo. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's ni- it looks nice, nice. and it, but it's everyone knows what it's for. Toilet shouldn't My be toilet is Why mahogany. Toilet... What'd you Just say? Kidding. My toilet is mahogany. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Why not? Like you know, you don't see the shit stains. I don't mind a padded toilet seat. You know, like yeah, grandmas used to have padded nice. toilet seats. Oh, that feels yeah. good. I don't mind if a toilet. I don't love a hot toilet seat, but, but I don't like hate it. But a hot padded seat, like after grandma took it down, it's a lot. Yeah, and it starts to crack, <laughs> and then you're like, it starts oh, to look yeah. like grandma's ass. It, <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing is when you get a um, a heated toilet seat at like a nice, a rich friend's house or something, 
and it feels so it feels like someone was just sitting there because we're so not used to it rich people just go oh it's a toilet but like anyone who's like not rich goes who was was a a, a fat ghost just on this yeah like, how? If, if, there, if it's hot there's sweat on it that's the oh. poor man's heated seat I, I mean i wipe down if i see any kind of residue and then i sit my bare ass on it even if there was just pee spittle from a stranger i will still wipe it down with a dry thing and then sit upon it because what is the fucking difference you want to know how lazy i am sometimes you will not sit on the pee you i'll sit will on not my sit. own pee oh like Andrew. so i'll pee and then sometimes a poop will appear because <laughs> maybe i'm cranking i don't know but then i'll, I'll pee a little on the seat and i'll go that's eh, my piss and then you'll pull up your pants and go about your day yeah 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 Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I got a little pee on my hand the other day and I didn't wash my hands. I was just like, it's fine. I've been drinking a lot of water. It's mostly water. You've done the fake before. We've talked about this. Oh, yeah, where you just rub your hands. Yeah. You just go like this. Oh, yeah. And then you look around. Why do we even do the fake? I mean, because it's. I think we all wash our hands too much. I think it's too much. I I don't get sick because I'm constantly absorbing. (laughs) Your own piss. My own ass germs <laughs> all the time. Anya, you ever Although fake wash your to... hands? Sorry. Yeah, I've started doing that since hearing <laughs> Nikki's theory on it. But are you guys like crazy about hand sanitizer and washing no, your hands? Like, not crazy? at all. I wish I, your theory was true, be. though, about being sick. Because I have uh, I've been exposed to so many germs and so many illnesses, and my lungs You're are You're a pretty clean shit. person, honey. You're no, very, but I've had like, so many spraying cold... down counters. And no, hand I don't sanitizer. No, I do not use hand sanitizer. And I don't how do you keep everything so clean? You're so clean. I'm not, but I've had so many colds. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything for my yeah. immunity whatsoever. Hmm. I never even okay. had a flu shot until three years ago. So did you just start getting sick more? Or no, were you my like this? my parents smoked, and I was like diagnosed with a smoker's cough when I was eight, and I had strep throat oh multiple God. times, and was probably over prescribed antibiotics. So I think Maybe it messed up it. my gut and lungs. Didn't your parents <laughs> smoke, Nick? Yeah, and I had chronic sinus infections my entire life, but I never was treated for them. It was always just like wait it out, and my dad would go, That's what you, they "Is it done. yellow? Is it yellow? If it's yellow, it's sinus infection. Yeah, yellow? Is yeah. it yellow? Is it green?" It's ew- and I would be like, it's always yellow. It never goes away. I have a crease in my nose from always going. <laughs> <laughs> they call me picky Nikki at school because I'm always picking boogers because I'm there. It's just, dis- it was horrible. I had bags under my eyes constantly. It's like I was Aww. just, and then it was all from smoking. It's so insane. What were they thinking? They got lied to. I mean, every movie had someone smoking a cigarette. There but were literally things where I doctors smoke, said my, it's healthy. For I know, you. but when I smoke, I start hacking up gunk yeah i'm coughing throughout the night i'm coughing throughout the day what no matter what a doctor's telling you how do you think that is you can't catch your breath as much like you gotta know that it's poison how could it not be i mean james dean did it so I mean, it's it smoked for be. so long too man nick kroll's special is really funny i just watched it and he's talking about when he smoked he just felt so cool did you watch it on you i loved his impression of that guy jake a guy named caressing jake. His he's just yeah. like it's a guy Andrew named jake is just like <laughs> hey i'm just like you know I'm, I'm not an asshole. I'm just shy. You know, like that's just <laughs> yeah. character Jake that he felt like. And he was always like, and my real personality is like, I like you. Yeah. And then Jake would just be like, you know, like, listen, I couldn't make it to your mom's funeral because yes. I got tickets to Incubus. Like, it's just Jake, <laughs> like, Jake is just this cool guy that can get away that with anything. That was my favorite but- joke. 
There were so many good ones. I really loved his special um, a lot. Chris and I laughed so much the other night. We've been watching a lot of comedy specials. It's been good to absorb more comedy um, lately. But his was really good. And I, you know, I, I'm not like... I wasn't really aware of his stand-up that much, but did you like any other bits from it? On the whole bit think? about his mom and like you got to play it cooler, moms. Like, oh my god, and, why are we all like, so mean to our moms? <laughs> if so you guys funny. think that you're not mean to your mom, here's my impression of okay. all of you fuckers yeah. when your mom calls. And then he just looks at his phone. He's like, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, "Why are we mean to our moms?" My favorite was when he goes, "Like I'm an adult man, and my mom will be like." And they we're so nice to our dads. Like my your dad will be like, I can't make it to the game tonight. You know, I gotta play cards with my friends or something. And it's like, okay, daddy, it's okay, daddy. Thank you for even trying, daddy, daddy. And then like to our moms, our moms like, oh, I like that jacket on you. You're like, why don't you like my other jackets, mom? Like, you know, other ones. Why just this one? It's so funny. I wonder what it is. I wonder. His dad was a big businessman. He was probably gone. A lot. It's I everyone wonder... though. Like our dads just get away with so much, and moms like it, it. I am so mean to my mom. It's embarrassing to be around. Do you think my parents we fear our in dads? front of my boyfriend? Because my boyfriend, the other, you know, when we were in Denver to go see Wilco, I flew my parents out, and then we met them, me and Chris, yeah. and it was the first time I spent like solid time with Chris and my parents, like over forty hours. Like you know, we had our own hotel rooms and stuff, but my mom stayed with Chris, and I stayed with my dad. But um. God, that's that literally a, so, a full-time job. Yeah, oh, that's so funny. They, we went to <laughs> Columbine together, you know, all the stops. And it was my third time going to Columbine in one year. Let's just put that out there. And uh, it was magical. My mom loved it so much. There were many groundhogs. We almost got struck by lightning. It was awesome. Um, but <laughs> oh, there was a moment where, like, I was just, like, snapping at them. And just, like, you know, I got them a hotel room. And my dad made some mention of, like, you know, Chris asked where they went to dinner the night before. They picked us up from the airport and they were, they were in Denver a couple days. And I got them in the hotel room. I got them their flights. Like it was my gift for their 40th anniversary. And I just got them this hotel room that I like to stay at this hotel in like the Denver Tech Center, which is not like it's, t you know, it's 15 minutes from anywhere you want to fucking go in Denver, but it's not in like a cool area. So I got them a car so they wouldn't have to deal with Uber. Like I paid for all of this stuff knowing that they would be like, no, it's not in the best area. But I like, I knew this hotel's nice. And um, I get in and Chris goes, where'd you go to dinner last night? And he goes, well, we're out in this Denver tech center. There's nothing out there. So we had to, and I go, what are you talking about? That's why I got you a car. I'm just like, and, and then it was just rage time. And then them trying to navigate the system. And I was just snapping. And by the way, this was when I was in silence. So I'm snapping with the talk, the voice like this. Well, dad, I did get you that Denver Tech Center hotel, but I got you a rental car because I knew you would complain about this. So it was just like, and then it's so funny because I'm thinking back on this. And I'm like, clearly I was talking then. There's no way I could have really been that obnoxious and that. Third text. But I was because I went in to go get Starbucks because we ordered one on the way to Columbine. And I went in to go run and get my dad and I coffee. And Chris was like, I'll come with you. And he came in with me and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And he was like, hey, it's totally fine. I get it. He was like, just want you to know, like, it's a different side of you that I'm not used to seeing. And you just have to know that I know you and I know your family and I know that you don't act like this normally. And there's you <laughs> have a very short fuse with them. Very short. And I get it. It's family. It's different. But just know that 
it's different and you're not being as lenient with them as you are with other people and it's maybe not fair to them. And it was just a very nice talk to be like. And you were like, fuck you. I was like, <laughs> fuck you. Let's go to Columbine for the third time. Did you know that Eric was a psychopath and Dylan was just suicidal? Let's go. The school is in session, but I think we can get in the gym if we play our cards right. Uh, so, we, uh, so it was nice to hear that because he was just like, it's nice when you're boy- when someone who loves you is you're not. It'd be different if I was short with him and he would be like, "You're being rude right now." But just him on behalf of my parents was it was a nice reminder to like I need to chill out. But it just it's so hard not to, and they're gonna be around not that long. Why am I so mean? I I mean I yeah, maybe because I did. our moms house us in their bodies and oftentimes breastfeed us, so we're just like Ugh. we have to. Get a little healthy distance. We've been so close to you. Yeah, Isabel Hagen, this comedian I watch a lot on Instagram. I love. She has her. this joke where she was like, "My mom um, breastfed me, and my mom told me the other day, you know, I breastfed you until you were three. And she was like, "Yeah, mom, I remember." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's really good. You should check her out, Isabel Hagen, H A G E N. Um, yeah, let's go to break and come back and maybe dissect this a little bit more. But we will get to top one, bottom one. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer. And so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does. And it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time. You want it to look really good. And you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know 
know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C, quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time. Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. All right, we're back. Um, do you are you mean to your parents, Anya? Do you have a short fuse with them? I mean, I feel like we're all like this. I definitely related to that thing about Nick Girl going. So my mom will be like. So I'm sending you an email about the best Art Deco movements in L.A. or whatever. And now he's like, Mom, you know that's not my favorite movement. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get short. I'll get short if she like if I feel like I'm being told shorter. What, shorter. <laughs> if I get if I get told Sorry, uh, if I'm shortest, I get really small, like tiny, <laughs> just like a little. If I get if Itchy. she if she tells me kind of like. Like what to do? Like if if I feel like it's, I don't know. There's times where my mom, where it's like, because I grew up and she didn't do anything because she was an alcoholic, and now it's great. Like she doesn't drink, but like, and she has great wisdom because she went through things like that. Yeah. But I still know her as what her actions were. So if she tells me like what my actions should be, I get defensive really quick. You're like, quick. yeah, well, you should have checked on me. Uh, you should have left your bedroom during my childhood. I know. I like, mean, the house so- is too big. I had to shit so far away from her. <laughs> I think I think she was happy about yeah, that. Yeah, that's but, hard. Yeah, shitting that far away from your mother. But I, and then my dad, I think like, he he never really tries to give me life advice. You really? Know? Yeah. So but, that's impressive. But he worked so hard because he was a physician. He worked eighty to one hundred hours. So whenever he does give me advice, I'm like, he knows what he's talking. I yes. think that's where it might come from because you're like you get defensive with your mom because you don't see her work like what you would consider like a work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that's something to do with it. I like, get mad at my mom when she, I can sense that she's worried what other people think about me. 
Mm. And because I know that I also have those fears, but I'm constantly fighting them. So when my mom takes on them for me too, of like, Nick, you don't need to say that. Or like, how about, you know, are you really going to wear that on there? Like the, these things of like, and I always just go, yeah, what's going to happen? What? And also I've had a 20 year career and it's kind of worked out for me. And I, <laughs> do you think maybe I'm good at making yeah. people don't want to <laughs> see that Nick. They don't want to see you sing a song. They don't want to see people don't want to. And I just wow. go, yeah, sometimes I get it wrong. Sometimes I don't, but I, I think overall, I kind of know what I'm yeah, doing. You do you want to be my good. manager, mom? Do you want to Lynn Spears me? Like it's, she just, and she's only just trying to do her best and like help. I, I can only imagine being a mother and every, she just goes, everything I say, you, you just can't take it. You can't, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. You know what? I'm not even going to talk anymore. And then it's just that kind of like, then it's, I hate that threat of oh. like, well, then I'm not going to say anything. It's like, oh, I, have, well, that's, well, I have a little bit of a theory child. that I want to run yes. by you. So Please, in the last, in the last segment when you were talking about uh, Chris pulling you over to the side and having a talk with you and just like rationally explaining the situation and all that, it sounded like a very dad conversation to me. Mm. And when I, like right now when you're talking about Julie, when I look at Daddy. the relationship I have with my parents, it's <laughs> always my dad that is the calm and rational and the one who explains stuff. And my mom was always like the explosive, emotional mm. So I wonder if that's why we're so mean to our moms. We and it's just us like giving them back what they give us. Yeah, I think that could be. I will say though that my dad I I often want to play mediator for their things. I don't know if anyone relates to this, but you watch your parents get into the same arguments they've been getting into <laughs> for 40 years in front of you. Like the same things like the other night my dad, I guess my mom cooked enchiladas and my dad made some comment like, be nice if we had enchilada sauce. And she goes, EJ, I hand roasted tomatoes to make this salsa. She worked all day on this meal and my dad's only comment was that it would be nice with enchilada sauce. And it just, that ticked me off so much. That would tick me off a lot. That she didn't have that sauce. Yeah, what an idiot. My dad has needs, <laughs> god damn it, Julie. The sauce is right there. Yeah, it's right. He could just, it's from a candle. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then my dad's defense is always, I'm sorry. I just like it with salt. Am I supposed to lie and say I like it when I don't? And it's just like, I think you can find something about it that you like and maybe say, you know, and next time, you know what? Why don't you go buy a can of enchilada yeah. sauce so that you have it next time she makes enchiladas? And then my mom goes right to, I'm never making a meal for you again. That's yeah, it. I'm yeah, done. Yeah. And I have been hearing that threat for 35 years. So it of feels like, like an empty threat a little bit. It's never going to. And she goes, I'm serious. This time I'm serious. I'm not. You're on your own. I'm not doing it anymore. You're I'm not on doing your it. own. And it is. I get her point. I want her to do that. I want her to go. I, I will not make you meals anymore, but I, but it's an empty threat because I know she will. I would love my mom to put down her foot because it is rude. He never, he's, I and then I go, knows. Dad, why can't you say yeah. thank you? He goes, I did say thank you. but I, And I go, thank yous don't have a butt and sorry's don't have a butt. And I was like typing and this I in like, sorry's don't have a butt. And, yeah. And I got it from you, Dad. I didn't get it from you. I didn't get what I wanted from you. And You had enchilada yeah, like, sauce, didn't you, Nick? I said thank you. I'm sorry, but I just like it with, I like, it's, I've heard this my whole life. 
I'm, my mom will go, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck this. I, I made a goddamn soup. I, you know what? If you don't like it, don't eat it. Make whatever you fucking want. And then my dad will go like, I'm sorry. What was I supposed to say? And she's like, what about thank you? And he's like, but I like my soup warm. I like it hot. It's not hot. What am I supposed to lie? Oh and so it's just like this. And I just am like, what? Can't you both see the pat? Like, it's so yeah. clear for me. It's like, dad is unappreciative. So then mom goes into... um being feeling sad about not being appreciated and then she lashes out with fuck you and then my dad is offended by her saying fuck you so he leans more into you're crazy and then my mom hears crazy oh. and then she goes into fuck oh. you it's like it's that. someone needs to break the cycle and i just I'm like, but will it ever break i don't but know they also you, like lo- love each they yeah. also enjoy each other's company more than anyone they probably love that fight there's a way and it, oh. and it happens so much they don't realize don't like, call it a fight they, Andrew how fucking dare and, you yeah, call it a fight a disagreement, I grew up my whole life saying yeah. stop fighting stop fighting and then it would all go to me and go we are not fighting you say that all the time and I said it with my voice the other night of like if you guys would please stop getting into this same fight over the last and they were like you and you calling this a fight and I'm like and they always go it's a it was my first joke I ever wrote was probably in fourth grade. I remember they said it's because it was always happened. We would go anal. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, I guess that was third grade, but fourth grade <laughs> sitting on this banister is great. Fourth grade. My first like joke I remember was my parents. Like, I just remember them going, it's not a fight. It's a discussion. And I'm like, well, when we have a discussion about the book A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, um, my teacher doesn't throw a chair across the room and say, fuck you guys, and then run out of the room. So what? that, like, I was comparing it to, like, yeah, a discussion no, is like a book discussion. Yeah. Like, you know, like, oh, we're discussing this. It's not like, fuck you, and slamming a door. That, to me, is a fight. It's like, and I feel gaslit as a child. If your kids think you're fighting... You're fighting because guess what? It's not up to you to determine what a fight is. Oh, if they happened. feel t- oh. like if there's a fight going on, their means their feelings are being invalidated by you saying, "No, we're just having a discussion." I love my parents so much, but I and I and I just want to say, mom, if you're listening and going, everyone's gonna think we are just the worst people. Every family is like this. You're not alone. My dad and mom for five years fought. It was beyond fighting. It was of. It was oh really? It was bad. Like I would go to my room because mm. I you was were the like only a little place Jeffrey Dahmer. I really was. I would like kill things in there. People. <laughs> that's what made they. That's what made him a murderer. You lucked out. I know. I got in the stand up. Like that's what they idiot. tried to like blame it. I would on. have been it's so like much more famous if I fucking <laughs> just killed a few people. That's the. I just want to say the whole Dahmer show. He's just like I'm a failure. No one's ever. I'm not going <laughs> to amount to anything. I'm never going to be anything. And I'm like, Jeff, you have no idea how much entertainment you are going to bring to millions of people <laughs> yeah. in 40 years. He's like the Van Gogh of murderers. It's like, like the most popular just, Netflix show that has ever been. Just stay alive, Jeff. You'll see it. Well, he I could have stayed alive. He, he got beaten to death by a guy in prison uh, when they were cleaning toilets in It was a discussion. We were having a discussion. Oh, they were having a discussion. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry to spoil. But my dad would yell. Like, it was beyond yelling. Like, the loudest fighting you could ever Did hear. Did you have neighbors or were you like so rich that you had like we were so, they yeah we big were yard. my dad just got rich enough so he could yell at my mom in peace. And, yeah, <laughs> no one would call the cops. Yeah. So my dad I just remember would he would always yell and I go why are you yelling? He says I'm not yelling. I'm not oh, yelling. and then finally I I raised my voice to him and it was like later in life too. This is way past the divorce and everything. And he goes, "Whoa, whoa. What? Why are you yelling?" 
And I'm like, this is what you've sounded like yes. my whole, whole life. And I've never once gone up to here. I've it, never once yelled like this. Oh, my God. In my life. I mean, sometimes and, I you misconstrue. Know, it's just like this. It, yeah, I wonder, like, I'm not a person who gets really upset if someone interprets what I'm doing differently than what I think I'm doing. Because I trust that, like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect in that way of, like, I think we've gotten into things where you're like, your tone, and I'm like, what tone? But <laughs> That tone. I I do, even when I'm saying what tone, I know what tone. I'm aware that there's something going on. And regardless of if I know about it, you're interpreting it that way, and your feelings are valid, so there needs to be something addressed about it. But I'm also it. sensitive to it because of all that shit. Sure, but we're all bringing, so, but it doesn't matter. Like I feel like sometimes in a relationship I was in once, like I would say, you're, um, you're mad at me. And he was just like, I can't, st-. like, you." and then you got angry, and he's like, I cannot stand you saying ang- I was angry or mad. I was bummed out. I was disappointed, but do not say I was mad or angry. And I'm like, what is the difference? But that was the biggest, that was a big hang up for us, was like defining what his anger was. And to him, anger was like, looked like something different. And when I said it, it made him feel, do you relate to that? Anya, do oh, you yeah. hate being misunderstood? I, men don't want to be perceived as angry because it's like right next feeling? door to abusive. <laughs> so they're like, I'm not mad. See, I just annoyed as like them. Say it again, them. Anya. Also, Say it again. I, I've had this conversation too. Like someone I'm talking to is incredibly stressed out, freaked out about the future. And then I'll say like, I'm listening to you and it sounds like you're very distressed. And I get that. And it's a guy, and he's like, I'm not distressed. I'm freaking out. I'm frustrated. The future is nigh, and it's going to be hell. And I'm like, nigh. you're distressed. What is so yeah. wrong with saying distressed? I guess it sounds like There's a certain femme fatality. Maybe weakness or something. Yeah, weakness, or like also anger means you're you're out of control. Well, you and know, men don't like to be out of control. But I think as- You want to drive, you want to steer, and like I, maybe that's it? Well, I think- I, 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 I would feel like yeah. Look, I'll get. Us. I'll call my. I'll call my dad. Um, I'll keep it short, shorter, little, tiny boy. Shortest. Ham drip. So as a man. No, but t- <clears throat> what were you about to say? <laughs> Never mind. Oh. No, 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 no. Like if you tell someone that they're angry, there it's so hard to defend that without yeah. sounding angry. Yeah. So then you just. It, you feel defenseless at that moment in it's, a way. And I think that's why certain guys like that is why w- if you're like, oh, you're you're just you, why are you in a bad mood? Why are you angry? And it's like, I'm I'm not in a bad mood. And then you're like, well, I think you're in a bad mood. And then it's going to mm. there's no way to defend that. And I think it like backs up into a corner and then you don't want to be nice because you're already told that you're shitty. Does that make sense? I the other night had a very like I want you. I think it's exactly what you're saying. The other night I felt like Chris was annoyed. At, I thought I just wasn't getting the attention and affection, and like I felt like Chris was m- upset with me. Yeah, and but I had no. The only evidence I had was the humidity in the area, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like you know when you're with someone long enough, you know. And and he's really great in the sense that he will admit like he won't be like no there was nothing wrong like he'll be like. Yeah, like the way my eyelashes were. Like I can just sense like <laughs> I could even close my eyes and sense if he's mad at me. There's just like a, a heat from his body that comes off. It's very subtle, but I just can sense it. And I was like, there's something off. And we were at a concert and I just said to him, I go, are you annoyed with me? 
because I just felt like I was just like annoying him. When it turns out he felt bad that he brought me to this concert that I wasn't having a good time at because I was on my headphones, even though I just, I'm a lot. And I was like, I thought about not going on my headphones, but then I was like, you were, he was on his phone trying to work out Cardinals tickets games. And so I was like, I couldn't talk to him because he was on this, like this live conversation. Yeah. I didn't want to listen to Reverend Horton heat. It wasn't my jam. <laughs> and so I put in my headphones and I remember being like, should I not put in my headphones so he doesn't think I'm like tapping out? But I was like, but if we were doing good right now and I felt comfortable, I would put in my headphones. I'm not going to like do anything to be, I just want to be myself. Yeah. So I put in my headphones and then, so I, I said, are you annoyed at me? And he goes, no. And then that was the end of it. And so uh, my point was, if you're not annoyed with someone, you go, no, what do you mean? Why yeah. do you think that? And then like, if I asked you like, did you murder that girl? What um, year? Fourth floor. <laughs> you know, the one that happened yesterday. You would go, oh my God, no, I didn't. Why would you even think that of me? But if you did murder and you wanted to, you just go, no. You know, like it's when I because, got caught shoplifting, yeah. I was like, uh, I didn't. But if I wouldn't have, I would be like, relax and be like, no, oh my God. Sorry, the beeper went off. I'm looking yes. close. It's like, he was annoyed at me and I knew it, but he didn't want to talk about it. It's loud. So cut to, you know, we got through it. The tension broke because we ended up having fun with the toadies and it was just like something <laughs> happened where the energy stopped. But I yeah. couldn't get over the fact that like there was this weird thing and mm -hmm. he didn't, he didn't do what I wanted him to do in that moment, which is like, babe, why do you think I'm annoyed? And like, hold my hand. And so last night I brought it up to him and I'm like, I realize it was not the, sh the best way to approach that. I should have said, I'm sensing like you're annoyed with me, which is probably not the case. Is that true? As opposed to like, I just don't know how, because when you're, when you do get accused of, are you annoyed at me? That yeah. makes someone annoyed at you. If there's, if there's one way now I am, you know, like, yes. how do you... Wait, you had a really good one on you. You saw a therapist recently and they had a great little line that I loved that I wanted yeah, to share. Yeah, that's when you're in a conflict. Uh, they told me, you say like, I know. Uh, so before I start, I just want you to know I'm not trying to and then fill in the blank with whatever their triggers are. So if you're triggered by someone abandoning you or whatever. So, hey, I just want you to know I'm not saying this to make you feel abandoned or anything. Or criticized, um, whatever And then do you believe that? You ask, do you believe that? Yes. And then if they say yes, and you're like, okay, having said that, <laughs> I'm feeling like I really want to abandon that, you. Do you whatever. believe that? You know, because people always go, I'm not racist, but, and it's like, if they were to ask, I'm not racist, do you believe that? Before I continue the sentence, yeah. they wouldn't get through the rest of the sentence because no one believes you. Because a lot of times you preempt something with the opposite of what you actually are doing. And the person knows that. And you don't give them the leeway you're giving yourself the leeway to like, I'm not trying to be like a bitch here, yes. but like you need to, and it's like, well, what, what if you checked in right up? I'm not trying to be a bitch. Do you believe that? Mm -hmm. And just because you give the preemptive, like the disclaimer, that Ooh. doesn't mean you're not an asshole. Like no. plenty of assholes are like, hey, I don't mean to be an asshole, but here comes a real asshole thing. Maybe you know I'm doing mean? a wrong example. It's kind of like, <laughs> hey, I don't want to make you I'm not feel judging on the spot. You. I'm not judging you. I want you to know that. Do you believe me? Okay. Having said that, you're like rolling your eyes or what I perceived was you rolling your eyes just at me right now made me feel really bad and rejected. And I don't know what to do with these feelings. What do you think yeah. about that? That's, That's good. What you I know what's hard nice. with, with stuff like that? I feel that like is good. sometimes it's like if, if, if you're going, hey, are you annoyed with me? Right? Like let's say. And then he goes, uh, 
I feel like if he goes, no, I'm not an like you. Sometimes I feel like you can't win in a situation because then if you go, no, I'm not annoyed at all. It's like, yeah, you are annoyed, or like, like you can't. I agree. Sometimes I feel like when you know I've been, you know, I'll be asked by Brenna, I'll be like, you know, um, are we good right now? I'm like, yeah, of course we're good. Like, but it's like. If I go over the top, then I'm almost like I'm only doing it because you're asking me and it's not authentic. You know what I mean? So sometimes I feel like well, stuck in like a decision. Like I think that she would want you to go over the top because she needs reassurance. Yeah. So whether or not you I know want I have to, trouble doing that. Why is that? Because you don't like giving people things that they you think that you're already giving them that they don't think. Yes. Yeah. You're like, well, that's it. She's accusing you of something that you aren't doing. But the sake is the thing is, it's the fighting thing again. It's the yelling thing again. It doesn't matter what you are think you're doing. She's perceiving it yeah. a different way, and you have to honor that. I do but have it's to hard. honor it. Well, I have trouble doing that. I, I and I, I get really frustrated with myself. Well, I told Chris last night. I was like, when I'm saying, "Are you annoyed at me?" That's my way of being like, "Will you hold my hand and yeah. just let me know but that maybe we're just okay?" Say that. And that's yeah. why he goes, you could help yeah. me too by holding my hand. And I'm like, but I'm so scared too. What if you don't hold it back or something? And he's like, did I ever do that? I'm like, I don't think so. I'm just like scared of these make-believe rejections. And I go, but if I ever do hold your hand and you reject it, I am leaving. And it doesn't mean we're over, but I will get an Uber home and I will I will leave immediately and just know that. And he's like, okay. okay. Damn. Good to know. Even during the toadies, man. Fucking, I would leave during the toadies. I don't even care if they're halfway That's through rubberneck. That's such a good talk. That's such a good communication. It was yeah, so good. Because they can't read your mind. I love Pat Allen's tip in her book about dealing with um, men because she says men appeal, to, you want to appeal to their logic. So what you do is you think of what are what are the signals that are giving you this impression that they are mad at you. So, okay, his arms are crossed. He's not speaking to me. He's mm-hmm. huffing and puffing. And then what you do with in order to not escalate as you sort of lay out the evidence like, hey, um, I'm noticing by your body language, it appears that you seem upset. And then you say, let me know if, let me know when you're, let me know when you're available you to talk me? about that. Or, <laughs> yeah. Or like, let me, or you can say like, yeah. are you? Or, and if you are, do you want to talk about it? And then let them pick yeah. a time. But I've not that works yeah. so well. Noah, you have a lot to say about this, I'm sure. You're very good at this stuff. Any sweeping thoughts before we move on? I Well, okay, I think in a relationship, from what I'm starting to notice, even in my own, there's a person who likes to address whatever the situation is, like right there in the moment, and just like really mm-hmm. peel it up and just really talk about it. And then there's the other person who just needs some space from it and wants to run away and for the situation to go away and disappear. Yes. So yes. Avi is the one who likes to talk. I am the one who just likes to walk out and just forget about it. And all of it originates from how we handled um, disagreements <laughs> or discussions um, in our in our home life. So mm. in my home life, we would all argue, we would get yelled at, and then we just like everyone goes into their own space in the house, slams the door, and then we just yes. never talk about it. Yes. And that's and that's what I've brought to my relationship, which is so unhealthy. Yeah. So um, the the talk that you just had with Chris is talks that I usually have with Avi. Like if if I get really mad at something, I know that I can't. I I shouldn't talk about it right then and there. I need some space, and he wants to really talk about it. So I I just had to explain to him like you have to give me at least fifteen minutes from the point where there's 
um, some kind of turbulence to just calm down because we're not going to have a good conversation. Even though I know that you need one, I promise I will give you that conversation and not ignore you like I used to do. But you have to give me that break. And that's really worked yeah. for us. I like that. That's really good. Well, you know what you're doing is promising a resolution at some point. Whereas yeah. I think a lot of times when people right. go and they go do the silent treatment or they go off on their own, the other person is left being like, this is the end. And I don't know when this, I need to know the running time of the movie. I need to know when I'm going to get out of this, yeah, when like this is going. like a countdown. I need to know, like there, yeah. I need to know when, you know, if we're going on a road trip, I need to know the exact amount of minutes. I like to know the plan. So I think that I'm someone who, everyone knows I move fast. I talk fast. I can switch emotions like that. Like I can go from being like, life sucks to being like, and then cry and I go, oh, good. Okay, let's go to the zoo. Like I can like yeah. on a fucking dime. And the second that I feel, you know, like even last night and after our like, talk. Wait, what just happened there? Like, yeah. Are, yeah. And Chris is like getting, very getting, you know, at this point used to it. But, <laughs> and I'm getting used to his more slow measured, like needs time alone, needs to process. But even last night after we had this talk, I was like, all right, good night, babe. And like kiss and like everything was fine. And before that I was like, I really need to talk about last night. And it, he then so he meets me on my level of like this is serious like this is a do or die thing that we have to handle right now and then he said everything i needed to hear he validated all my feelings we have a plan we like he made me feel heard and i was instantly like all right bye good night and just like back to like yeah. jokey and he's just like are are you good are we good and i'm like yeah all right i'm just gonna put on the humor i'm like put on my headphones and like listen to sam <laughs> and he was just like I could just tell he's kind of just like like a little bit. Um, yeah, I think the whiplash. Big, I think when when if I'm just like having lunch with Brenna and it's like just a normal lunch, it's a normal Tuesday. There's no nothing stress. There's nothing going on, and then like a big question happens, like whether it's you know potentially married or like big yes. big questions yeah like and why are we here yeah wh yeah <laughs> what why? happened to the dinosaurs well, yeah why are why did you shit in the hallway <laughs> <laughs> is taylor doing swift makeup? going to drop a single before october 21st <laughs> release of midnight Dude, I big questions um, but like i don't but i think what noah's saying i don't think 15 minutes i think i should go can you give me two weeks on this or something That's because i feel long. like sometimes people want answers on such big questions like right then Already, and i don't know what I don't to speak for brenna but i don't like can you give me like this yeah, yeah, backup yeah, like, yeah. can you give me it's just a tone i do not like and i'm it's not even Jewish in a relationship yellow. with you but like you know what can i get because that is accusing like the person of like it's it's a response that you would have to someone who is like coming on too strong and that's gonna make her feel like oh i'm fucking nuts right he thinks yeah. i'm crazy and just like a more measured this is also hard to do but like I what do you do when with like big questions if you want answers I think I process big questions and big answers in a slower way than you and I would and I know that we need to have this talk and I know it's a long time coming and it's probably just came up naturally for you right now I'm not ready to talk about it it's and I'm in the sorry that I can't right now <laughs> yeah, yeah. like almost being like I'm sorry I can't meet you there I think I would Rather want that instead of like blaming her for like why do you want to talk about this now you just brought it up now yeah, yeah because sometimes i feel that when i bring things up and maybe or i want to resolve something right now or like let's let's just make up we're fine okay so we're good and like now be nice to me and he needs more time i feel crazy that i'm able to do that so fast when it's really just how i am it's yeah. not and maybe it is because i'm kind of crazy but i can't help it so i think that when just like respecting how other people's systems work 
and yeah, how and answering it not defensively, more like, look, I understand your concerns. Let's yeah, yes. let's give it. I mean, last night it was so the hard, dumbest though. argument. I had to make a video for KU because they're doing, you know, ESPN's game day. You yeah, know show? that's huge. Okay, so that show asked me to make a video for KU to be like, go KU, because they're doing it from Lawrence, Kansas for the first time ever. So I wrote to Chris being like, hey, can we talk about this video? I have to shoot it tomorrow. And will you help me with it? And so last night he's like, let's talk about the video. And I'm like, okay. And I just, I didn't want to talk about it because I don't like talking about any, I don't like pre-production at all. I just want to wing it. And he goes, hey, I've watched the, that show a lot when they cut to like these clips of like celebrities. A lot of, they'll do like, they'll they'll either lean into like, I don't know what football is and like play really dumb or they'll like try to pretend like they know too much. And it's just like, like a woman on last week was saying like, well, I think they're going to be Texas. And the guy was like, you mean Texas Tech? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. And then they like made fun of her the rest of the show without her really knowing about it. And so it just clearly showed she didn't know what she was talking about. And I was like, why do you think I would do either of those? I was so offended that he would think I would either go like, oh, what do you do with the football? The, oh, is it <laughs> a European soccer that they're playing? Like I would make some dumb, I go, don't you respect me more than like I would do either of those things? And he goes, you asked me for help and I'm just, yeah. I watch the show, yeah. I know what happens. Yeah. And I was like, pointers. <laughs> and I just go, you are you, so right. I am funny. so wrong. <laughs> I was like, you're right. That's my exact thought. You did not deserve that whatsoever i asked you for help you gave me help and then i got mad at you for it for and he was just help. and i yeah. i liked his response he goes thank you okay and then it was just so good because i immediately was like what did i just do and then i explained it three times to explain that i knew exactly how fucking so crazy you, that was what did you settle on with this <laughs> video i gotta hear the video i'll play it yep <laughs> so are you that's um yeah i mean when i fuck up i there is something really gratifying about being like, look, look how many times I took this video. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, sixteen times. And I finally got it on the last one. Here we go. KU, it's Nikki Glazer. I'm a comedian and also a um, KU alumni or alum. I think it's alum when it's singular. I don't. I should know this because I did get an English degree from KU, <laughs> which is maybe why I don't know it. But anyway. Congratulations <laughs> on not only hosting college game day for the first time, which is huge, but also we're like really good at football right now. And we always knew we were really good at basketball, but now we've got football, basketball, and we're also really good. I don't know if you know this at producing comedic talent. Um, I'm not the only person that went to KU uh, that is a comedian. We've got Rob Riggle, um, Paul Rudd, Bob Dole. So keep turning them out and um and keep and that's it. That's so good. Great well, job. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna annoy people too much, but um yeah. I just it's 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 hard for me to get it up for college football. Yeah, you it I like that. Do you even? They're doing well, right? They're undefeated. They're five and zero, yeah, yeah. which I hope I'll never be. That was another joke. I was like, I hope I'll never be five zero. Um, How much prep did that take? You had to Google um, the basketball thing, and then the famous. No, I know they're good at basketball, and I know they're really good at football right now. And Chris kind of helped me with that too. He's like, it's cool. Like you guys have always been good at foot, you know, basketball, but now you're you might become this like football thing like that might be your new thing he's like what else is big there and so i was gonna make a joke about rock talk jayhawk 
because that's the chant and no one knows what it means. And I was going to say, you, you know, like if you want to know what that means, it means like in when KU was started, like the teachers couldn't afford chalk. So they used rocks to like write equations on the board. Actually, that's not what it means. Go Google it. But that was like, that's a nice attempt. <laughs> it's really because the hills were made out of limestone. And when they built the school and they were drilling into it, the limestone sent up this like chalky dust. And so it was, they were called it rock chalk. It is kind of funny to describe that whole thing and be like, oh, yeah, and KU football is good. Yeah. I mean, like, I I think the best thing to do when you're forced or, like, asked to do things that are out of your comfort zone is to just be honest mm-hmm. and not try to fake it. Like, I do love the – I love KU. I love the colors. I love the mascot. I love the um, – I, I'm not obs- I don't love people being obsessed with f- college football. It like is a little bit triggering for me because it's so stupid and they don't pay their players and it usually No, they do now. They do? Yeah. Well, that annoys me too now. I they shouldn't be <laughs> I just don't like it. Like, it just reminds me of pedophiles and like protecting Uh-oh. men that and was like one team. That was yeah. Uh, I'm sure it was one team, and I'm sure <laughs> it's been others. They go, it was one coach. But I just don't like the like we bleed blue. Like, I just don't like being obsessed <laughs> with sport. It just you know what it rem- it's all about me wanting attention from men and having this thing stuck in Saturday and Sunday you're you're gone and because I don't understand it but I told Chris I might get into football this season because I want to see if Tom Brady if his game um deteriorates from being in this tumultuous like breakup with Giselle Someone because say he's it saying has the last, I mean he's, well Tiger you know after the Elon thing it like fucked up his game it's such a mental thing so that I'm interested in so I'm now I'm like okay I will watch Tom Brady play because I want to see how if bad I can a woman see. hurting him will affect yes. his game yes absolutely we'll be back with more after this Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they are all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it conair girl bomb gives you smooth flawless results while putting you firmly in control from achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence conair girl bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game 
Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's been bothering me, but even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone, and that's when you need a therapist. They're just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity and check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes, I, I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting of thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it's online and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glazer today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glazer. All right, we are back. It's Anya and Andrew and Noah. We're all here together. It's so fun. Uh, we've done a lot of therapy, therapizing today, but now we're just going to get into some old, good old-fashioned top one, bottom one. And the category today is uh, chosen by Andrew, songs to make love to. Make love. Yeah, which I wrote. Fucking, I like that. No, I think that's I good because it love. really make, it sets the scene. Like, this is a song you want to put on when you are like, really, it's romantic face to face anal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ass to ass. I have to like say. Like a Rottweiler. Um, you know that's how Rottweilers have sex? What? Ass to no. ass. Yeah. They start forward and then a Rottweiler will turn and they'll just, his penis is so big, they'll just back butts. You, I like that you know every creature that has a big old dick. <laughs> You know what's that they have? Wait, they so then they just bounce di- butts back and yeah. forth. Well, his dicks through his own legs, and he's just banging from reverse. Okay, I'll, I'll reverse take your word for it. <laughs> is she sitting? It's it's a man and a woman. It's a Rottweiler. <laughs> I know, but female male. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We don't call dogs men. <laughs> yeah, it's a man and a woman. I mean, I call dog. men dogs. <laughs> First one. Okay, oh, that's rough. Um, <laughs> 
What a bitch. Doghouse. Um, uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so a male and a woman. <laughs> a male so and a woman. She, wow. Is she Let's standing? Let's do songs that dogs okay, should make love to. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Who let the dogs dog out? I mean, Baja men are bringing it home, y'all. That's all. Y'all. That's all. That's what dogs eat each other out to. Okay, that's what they uh, eat. On who your ate shit the too. dogs out? Um, Drew, 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 okay. Drew, Drew. I First did. of all, I do not make love to any music with mm-hmm. my partner but ever. Never, we never, never put once. On, I think. I think partners in the past have put on music. Like it's a thing that people do. And I've been with people that do enjoy banging two songs, but Chris and I has never been part of our repertoire. So you just like, it's dead. We like to hear our, just our heavy breathing. Just that, all that moisture. And you know, the chest fart sounds that come. That brings me to Anya's favorite. God smack. (laughs) (laughs) I like prodigy fire. Do you put on music? (laughs) I'm a fire starter. I used to. I had like a makeout playlist when uh, was it all I was your own songs seducing Matt? Yeah, just me, my my discography. Wait, do you and Matt listen to stuff now when you no. have sex? Yeah, no, I think both of us would probably be like, oh, this production is pretty cool. I know the I know. drummer on this. Kind of like you drive in the I car and no music anymore. If it was just like a weird part of the song, or like uh, you know, you can only trust. I don't know. I guess you could make a playlist, but I when I run to songs like I'm constantly changing my mind of what I want to listen to it's rare that I've made a playlist and just like been happy with it just playing out ever it's a good point and maybe you have to concentrate more if you're hearing the song you're not going to be focused enough or maybe you're too focused and that's or maybe why I start don't. thinking about the person that's singing the song or I think but about what the song that might help <laughs> especially if it's creed (laughs) um okay let's with legs wide open let's start with the um i think it'll be funnier to start with the best let's start with the best song to have sex to um or to make love to lately well i don't really play music that much but uh do you play guitar during sex yeah i do with my teeth (laughs) while it's on fire backwards lefty called the hendrix like a rock boiler <laughs> I was like, what is he even saying? Like, what is the fire and backwards? And then when you said Hendrix, it all came together. That's yeah, so because stupid. when I fuck, it's like I'm on heroin because it's terrible. Did you see the Woodstock documentary? <laughs> No, dude, it's I've... so funny. Woodstock '99. So like the it, it all leads to like the last day. They've been through hell. They're not feeding these people. The water's infected with poop. Like <laughs> everything's <laughs> fucked. They're like, and like then Fire at the, Island. Or, oh, but or... a lot of them are staying because there was rumors about there's going to be some secret performer that is going to close out the Sunday night show. So they're all waiting for this. Like maybe it's going to be Prince. Maybe it's going to be Paul McCartney. Who the fuck knows? Like it's going to be someone huge. They don't have anyone and they, no. they, they have no one. And instead the show's over. I feel like who closed out the show? It was like, do you remember on your, you see the documentary? No. So some huge band closed out the show. But Did there they was, have someone and someone backed out? No. I think they just Red, never... Hot, Red Hot Chili Peppers closed okay. out. Okay. And then there was, the, and then they left the stage and then everyone's just staying like, you know, chanting. And then all of a sudden they just, you know, go, be careful getting to your cars. Have oh. a great night, and thank you for coming to Woodstock '99. Let the fires begin. Like, and then all of a sudden on the screen they put up Jimi Hendrix on the screens, like playing, and everyone's just like, and that's when they went 
fucking oh, buck wild. And we're like fucking all fire. because not, this weekend has been shit, and we've been waiting for this thing. And that's when it. But just the that placating them with a video of Jimi Hendrix from the original Woodstock is so insulting. Yeah, what guy ah, thought it? He's like, I, I loved I'll, that documentary. I'll fit. You know, no, this will calm them down. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. The one thing missing from the documentary, if you did see it, it, maybe you agree with me, is I wanted more people that were there just, they had like one, two guys that were there that were like, <laughs> we were 15 years old, it was the coolest, night. they were like stoner dudes, and then they had one girl. But I wanted more people that were there to see it. Than just I guess three it's hard people. to get that footage if it just never had it. You know what I mean? No, I not footage. Just uh, their you know interviews. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember the first Woodstock. There were interviews of like these people. Everyone hitchhiked there, and the yeah. traffic was so. And you just had these like people that were like, "Yeah, I've been hitchhiking for six thousand miles, and I just wanted to see." I don't know. There's something so beautiful about a fucking yeah. a voyage to go see fucking. I don't know. Until Jim, you get Jim to Proche. episode three of Dahmer and you realize hitchhiking can be horrifying. Oh, no, you're making me really want to watch this. First I'm victim. surprised because it's not a documentary and you like it. I, I do like it. Uh, Ryan Murphy, I think, is the guy who made this one. He did a good job. And the guy who plays Dahmer is so fucking good at it. And you you really feel like you're watching Dahmer. Like I've watched enough interviews with Dahmer. This guy just nails it. And it's cool because I've read everything about Dahmer. And it's cool to see it all play out and like how they interpret it. And it's fucking grim. What's um, better, this or the Gacy tapes? This, this. The Gacy okay, tapes is fascinating. It, it is, it's truly fascinating. And it's more than what you think. And there's actually, there's this one guy that, he, what's interesting about the Gacy tapes is that there's this one part where one of Gacy's, what could have been victims, tells the story of like being with Gacy and almost becoming a victim and like he didn't even realize that he dodged like this insane guy until years later when Gacy's arrested and he's like and he 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 comes on the you know it's on the news and he turns to his wife and he's like that's the guy that's the guy who forced me to do you know like oral on him with a gun I'm like you didn't see that he could have killed you during that all that (laughs) it's a very weird story but the guy is just like a he never called me back this guy never called me back (laughs) he owes me a (laughs) blowjob Okay, let's get to the best song. Uh, best song uh, to lately, make love to. I think the best music is kind of like you just throw it on, like without a plan, maybe. So then, Reptilia by The Strokes. It's a little fast, so you kind of sometimes I'll. The only problem is I'll fuck with the rhythm, and I'll like, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like yeah. I'll just yes. be like, and then I'm like, exactly. am I? I forget she's there. I'm just like at a concert, just happen to be having like so. Reptilia. Can we get like a snippet of it? Can I play like a five seconds yeah. of it? Yes, yes. Okay, thank you. You'll hear how fast it is. It's probably too fast for love making. Uh, it's more. Is of it a, just a song you like? Andrew, no. This is something wait, like you skateboard wait, wait. down Venice Boardwalk to. I love it this kicks song. in. No. no this is not no, no, making I love. Song. Everyone knows that song. What are you talking about? <laughs> I literally was going to put the strokes in my bottom one because of the rhythm I was going to do last night. <laughs> last night. That's. I mean, that's a similar like, rhythm. That is so stupid. <laughs> I didn't say it was smart. It's just fun for me. I think me. you took this as like, what song are you listening to lately? <laughs> yeah, and I happen to have sex while it's on. Let me give you mine, Andrew. Please. This is All the right. best. What's your Ben Harper, Light this, One Down, Burn One everyone Down? Everyone <laughs> listening, get this song. It is the best makeout or making love song ever, ever, ever. 
The partner. band is a weird title, but it's Handsome Boy Modeling School. And the song is called I've Been Thinking. And it's sung by Cat Power, and she's in her prime, sad Cat Power glory. And Let's it's hear it. so good. Hold on. And so sexy. Boy. Wait, the Model. name of the song is Handsome Boy Modeling no. School? No, I've Been Thinking. Okay, here we go. Okay. Um, yes. Right? Does it speed up at all? No, Andrew. <laughs> you might have to thrust your hips in a slower motion. You don't get to jackhammer a girl on this Andrew one. Andrew just wants to come already. Yeah, Yeah, this is a sexual song. Yeah, it's very Ooh, sensual. How find them? It sounds like you. Thank you. Thank you. That's cat Power. Cat like Power. It. Is she doing a cover of the hot, my, Handsome Boys or whatever? She's no, Handsome Boy Modeling School is song. the band. Oh. Maybe okay, she co-wrote Noah. it, but yeah. Oh God! All right. Well, I yeah, that's do not. Good. What no one? What is Noah gonna bring us? Uh, Noah's gonna free. It's just gonna be fucking swords fighting or something. Genocide archetype. <laughs> Close. What is so, it gonna be? So both of the, st- the things you talked about. I don't like listening to music. I don't mm. want to like start listening to like hearing lyrics that I understand because then I'll I'll just be distracted by it. And then mm-hmm. the whole rhythm thing, like moving, like if I catch myself moving to the rhythm of a song. <laughs> While making love, it's just it just ruins it for me. So the right. <laughs> the band that first came to mind is called the Dillinger Escape Plan, and the song okay. is Sun- oh "Sunshine the Werewolf," <laughs> and it's just a Sunshine guy screaming. The it's odd time, okay. and it has Play all the like, elements okay. like a that I love. Second. Let's let's see. Sun- this is like Wait, a hardcore Sunshine- band, right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I just find it so hot. <laughs> this sounds like what Dahmer fucking <laughs> carves his victims to. I can't. I this can't. is insane. I really can't. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. I can't. So hot. <laughs> Noah! What kind of sex is happening? Your love making to Just like the best. Yes. That is hilarious. Noah, Listen, what the fuck, To each dude. their fucking own. She's I lighting mean, incense and like laying down the... <laughs> that just shows how different people are. Yeah. Holy like shit. How I couldn't murder a dog to that song because I feel like that's too... I need a gentler tune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To get I, I like the aggressiveness. The, the aggressiveness turns me on. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I, listen. But wouldn't you get aggressively fucked then to that song, or are you yeah. getting lightly fucked to that? Oh, that okay. I mean, okay. okay, so making love to you is you're interpreting that as like the kind of fucking you want to do, and that's yes, or like that means the most to you is the most making love doesn't have to be, I guess, I sensual and slow. I love Noah's yeah, like wedding like song, it's gonna be like fucking cut your head off, rip your dick. I know what is <laughs> I love that song, that's what my dad dances with. Well, I now I know what my least favorite song to fuck to is, so we don't have to do my bottom. Noah just hit it. Thank god, I thought I was gonna have the worst. Okay, mine is um, <laughs> Noah's. Uh, like, I don't know what Nikki's is. Is it? Chris it's Taylor. actually introduced me to the song. It's Miguel Adorn. See, that would be too on the nose for me. It yeah, is it's a, a little, little on the it, nose. It is a little yeah. Marvin Gaye, but 
it's it because it's not as popular i think it fits yeah, yeah. But it's, 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 it's a sexy song. song to me. I like to put it on it when I'm like trying to get in the mood. I guess if you know the lyrics to the song too well, that could hurt it p- yes. potentially. Um, okay, now what would be the worst? I think it's all Noah's song. I, I, we, <laughs> hey, <laughs> the show's over. <laughs> the show's done. <laughs> um, uh, do you believe in love by Cher? Do you believe in love <laughs> That would be very bad. Andrew, the reason you why do too, the reason why is uh, my fraternity when we were pledges, they played that all night. They do the thing called Hell Night, where they keep you awake all night, and they played that song thirty five thousand times. This song was huge. Huge. It was the first uh, like really audible auto tune. What am I supposed to do? Let's to sit around and wait for you. <laughs> I don't hate it to fuck to. I can feel something inside me say, is that really how big your dick is? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's just, it's too much. I can it's feel just, something inside me, but it's not as big as I want it to be. Oh. I'd rather hit a tree. <laughs> okay. Than fuck to that. Um, Anya, <laughs> do you have a bad one? Uh, yeah, like any ragtime song that's like, "Hello, my honey, hello, my sweetheart, okay, hello, my ragtime gal." <laughs> I think that'd be so fun to fuck do, man. It'd be like a like a black and white Chaplin movie. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. That would be. I mean, I think this is an easy answer. Like, it's literally like anything that's not. The sexual, yeah. I guess if it's a very sexual song, it's too sexual. Could be really funny if that's yeah. your worst. What's the song. worst like Taylor Swift song for fucking? Um, probably seventeen. Or- <laughs> 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 I like this song. I remember this. That's actually probably a good beat to fuck. We're going to get sued. We're going to have to owe a million oh, right, dollars right, right. for just playing that. And I don't know it. if I played, ta- oh, I didn't even play the Taylor's version. Oh, my God. Scott Bo- S- Scooter Braun's making money off of that. <laughs> Scott ah, Stay wait, away from wait, me, Scooter. What's your worst song? Um, I was going to pick um, Funeral by Phoebe Bridgers because it's just about like. I don't know. I kind of like that. I'm singing at a funeral tomorrow. <laughs> Like, like weepy yeah it's a beautiful song but just it's about death and it's just too there's too many specific lyrics that would just like get in your head and kind of fuck yeah. it up yeah you can't get hard anymore because your dad died <laughs> his body's still next to us uh, you know what i want to amend my answer my dad's climate change song would be the worst <laughs> <laughs> that's it yes it's too hot yeah. like the sun yeah oh shit oh. <laughs> i will say andrew that that reptilia song is great for making out like pr- for your foreplay like okay. taking off right. brenna's clothes or like throwing yes. a girl against the wall It'd be a good scene in a movie where it's like they're finally yes. hooking up and it's like yeah i'm just flexing in a mirror and she happens to be there what no what's your least favorite probably something loving you're not far away from it. It's Your Body is a Wonderland by John Mayer. Oh, God. <laughs> That's not going to get so, you. What a great answer, Noah, because it's so on the nose. Yeah. I, I literally hate 
I the lyric and your bubblegum <laughs> tongue. I hate bubble. I just picture a big wad of tongue that just oh. is this big pink globby yeah. tongue that's yeah. too big and it's just like and your bubblegum <laughs> tongue. I don't like it. But I did He has a bubblegum tongue. Have you ever oh, watched does? him sing? He like on a big note, he does that trick that vocal coaches sometimes tell you to do, like stick your tongue out on like a long note. His tongue is out. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And he has a weird tongue. Doesn't your teacher gum? tell you to do We've that? We've got the afternoon. You've got this room for two. One thing I'd love to do. Discover me. Discover. Discover me. Discover you. I like that. That lyric. Two miles from every inch. daughters will be mad at their fathers. Your skin like porcelain <laughs> creeps me out too. That song too would be terrible to daughters fuck Daughters be good to your fathers. <laughs> yeah. Fathers be good to your daughters. Yeah, yeah. That would I suck. I love that song. Oh my God. Uh, I would slow dancing in a have... burning room though. Yeah. Oh boy, I'd like to fuck to that. Is that his, is, oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, hot sex. That was your dad's yeah. alternate <laughs> climate <laughs> change title. <laughs> <laughs> Driven Billies. Oh, Driven Billies would be that would be. Hard. Eddie Not. Dave is a good song yeah. to fuck to. Final thought. Um, how was your show last night? Fantastic. One hundred and fifty people came. Hell yes. A lot of besties came. Yes. I mean, we have really great fans. Like the people were so. You know, Tim, Chris's brother, yeah. opened. And, you know, he was just like, man, they, they really like you and love you, he actually said. And I don't know, I felt like it was really emotional, actually. At the end of it, I was like, thank you. And I said thank you like five times, kind of cheesy. But, like, yeah. I really did because, you know, I've only just started headlining. Yes. And it just felt very, like, cool. It felt, Aww. like, very loved and, like, and I was happy with the material I was doing. And then people afterwards were just... We just have really cool people that like us, and it's like, oh, okay, maybe I'm doing something right or yes. something. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, it was really. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, good. I really did appreciate it. And then we are opening for Tom, or we're doing sets on Tom Segura's show this weekend, which will be fun tomorrow night at the Fox Theater. We're both um, doing that, and I'm going to the Cardinals game on Sunday. They're in the I'm, playoffs. It's fucking. I know. Do you think they're gonna? I mean. You know, I okay. think, I think, yeah, they were I a very care. good team. Um, yeah. I was thinking, I think they're going to put it together. <laughs> really going, you know, they have a good rotation going uh, oh, on. Yeah, cool. yeah, 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 yachty, all the things. No, I'm very, I, I'm excited about my boyfriend and his friend's enthusiasm for the Cardinals. And I love going to Cardinals games, and we're going to sit in the green seats, which are the ones where you get Holy access shit. to this buffet. For the fucking playoffs? Yeah, dude. Playoffs. I'm so excited. It'll be so fun. I'm I'm excited. And then Sunday, wait, Anya, you're just in New York City, like visiting. You're getting like a foot rub. Yeah, I got a lot of big plans. <laughs> oh my god, I'm getting a massage actually in 12 minutes. Uh, that I have from to be. where? There's a, a place I found on Google, like next door to here, and I just signed up. And it's some guy. I don't know if he's in an apartment or whatever. What? I'm just gonna go. No, <laughs> he's very like, licensed. Like he has a website and everything. He's a young guy. He's okay. not like a creepy old man. Like it's. I had to fill out a whole form so he knew like how deep my pussy <laughs> was and stuff. So. <laughs> I had to like measure it so he like knew how many fingers to like bring. Um, okay, we have to go. Send us your location. I'm actually kind of worried I'll about. Be okay. yeah. No, it's, I don't. Want, I hope he doesn't get lost in it. No, here. he's good. It's gonna be good. I'm so excited. I. I'm yes. Oh God. I can't believe it's happening in 12 minutes and I have to go to the bathroom so bad number one not two um, squatty potty thank you guys so much for listening you to the podcast you can use mine downstairs if you <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow 
with a fresh show for you. Cannot wait. We'll cover all the events of the weekend, even the one a big the thing that happened this weekend that we didn't talk about because we recorded this on Friday. Remember? Not Friday. Thank you, Anya, for being here. Thank you, Noah. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, don't be cut and jack. Kennedy. Hi, Chan. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.